Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you live with the best little parenting show on the internet, the Post Daily Dose. Hope you guys are having a fabulous day. I'm going to plug these books real quick while folks are signing in. Brian's book, From Fear to Love, that you can get on promotion at feartolovebook.com. That is our promotional website. We have this uh, incredible book, The Great Behavior Breakdown. You can find this at Post Institute, our website. You can also find it on Amazon. And on our website, we have these bundled together with a great little discount. And then last but not least, we have this incredible workbook. We have it available as an ebook on our website, and then you can also get it in print on Amazon. And I have been sending the final files to the company who does our printing, and I think we will have it in-house. I think they gave me a date at the beginning of April. So working while that technology and getting all the files and the format where it can be printed is just I am a much better social worker than I am a technician, but I hack it through and try to make it happen. So I hope everybody's doing well, doing well. I'll tell you what, uh, this time change, how are you guys doing with it? Uh, the morning was a little rough, but this evening having this sunshine and having these extra daylight hours on the end of the day, ha. Ah, I don't feel like I'm about to die at six o'clock like I was. So, uh, yay, I'm feeling good about that. So my topic, uh, if it doesn't work, do it louder. Oh, don't do it louder. I'm not sure what I put up there, but now I'm reading again what my our dear colleague and friend, David DeRovey, um, he sends out um, anecdotal and, and educational. So it's a combination of being true to life, anecdotal, and educational emails to everyone who is on our email list. And oftentimes those also get posted on our Facebook page. So those are a couple places you can find it. If you want to get on our email list, you just go to postinstitute.com. There's a little place up in the right-hand corner that looks like an envelope. I think you click on that and it gives you a way to sign up so that you can receive our emails Folks who are on our email list, uh, we always send out um, the first offers, um, these cool uh, educational and informative emails. And so, you know, we always want people to be a part of our community in all ways. But this article that David wrote was just really awesome. Um, he shares a little bit about his family, his journey, and um, he has a, his oldest adopted son, um, who is now almost 30, who I absolutely <laughs> Ellen says, yeah, you, look, you do look refreshed. I'm telling you, it was killing me. Like, <laughs> I was kind of dragging in here at 6.30 and I was just like, oh my God, am I going to make it? So yeah, sunshine's helping me a lot and getting some activity. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. So this article that he put together is just so, it's so great. And um, knowing their story and their evolution, the evolution of their family is just really cool then to read what he wrote. And uh, I'm just going to jump in and read part of it. Um, he says, you know, it tells about how they, he, his son is easily angered and then how he responds. And then he's asking himself this question. Um, he said, is anger the most powerful tool we have in our parenting toolbox? Is it the only tool we have? Is it just the last straw we run to when all parenting wisdom and diplomacy fail and we don't want to start a physical war? 
What would happen if we did not get if we did not get angry? And why on earth is our is our anger okay, but our kids is not? Mm, that last piece. Why is it okay for grown-ups to get mad, but it's not okay for kids to get mad? That's a good question, isn't it? He said, it's not like it just anger sneaks up on me unannounced. I mean, sure, there are moments when some triggers throw us into a raging, to become raging maniacs. But usually, we feel it. You know, we feel it coming up. And we as adults, you know, our kids may not feel it coming up. But as adults, we tend to be able to feel it creeping up on us. What happens, though, is we don't pause. We don't stop. <laughs> you know, we just, that train starts leaving the station and, you know, we feel it creeping up. We feel it getting to 10 miles an hour and then we feel it getting to 30. We feel it getting to 50. And at no point, at no point do we pause and go, Ooh, I'm starting to get a little escalated. I feel myself getting a little heated inside. I feel like I'm wanting to yell. And if we did that, if we paused and started using that kind of language, and even um, like that train leaving the station is such a great metaphor, and it's such a good one to even speak out loud and to share with our children, like, okay, when I'm calm, the train is trugging down the track. That's like our 10 to 30 miles an hour. When anger kicks in, then it usually amps up. It almost feels like it's going downhill like a roller coaster and it starts picking up speed. And so the key really is to start catching it at about 40 and 50. <laughs> because once it starts going downhill, it's hard to rein it back in, isn't it? Anger is so powerful. And it's all about those chemicals in our brain and our brains get flooded with the same stress hormones that our children's brains get flooded with. That's that power of pause. I saw somebody, I don't know who it was, Ellen said, tame your tongue. Yeah, we could all use some tongue taming, couldn't we? Like, I think for most people, they are old habits. They're habits. And just like any habit, it's hard to break a habit. And yet, we sometimes we hold our children to a higher standard than we hold ourselves. They're watching us all the time. They're learning more from what they watch from us. Imagine if you started saying, you know what, this is getting a little heated. I can feel my lid, my lid's tripping. So I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna step back. Uh, let's see, count to 10, breathe and turn around. Yeah, you know, sometimes we need to say, I need to leave. Hey Mimi, so good to see you. Sometimes we need to step out of the situation. Sometimes we need to say, you know what? I need to take a break because I don't want this to end up in a big old yelling match. This isn't going anywhere. I don't like the way this feels to our relationship. My relationship with you is more important than this fight. And step back. But anything that we can do that's different, anything that we can do outside of that paradigm of I'm the loudest, so I'm the right, I'm the strongest, I can hit you the hardest, I can take more stuff away, Anything that we can do to step away from those paradigms of might makes right and step into a paradigm that says, I really want to be in relationship with you. I want to understand why this is so, you know, you know, some of our kids, it doesn't matter. You could be asking them to do the most logical thing in the world, but because it's something that requires a transition 
or something that requires trusting that you're telling them the truth versus their own blueprints of fear and stress and how their brains get activated. Sometimes we just got to make the request and then walk away and see what they do with it. See if they can come back to it at a time when they're not quite so hijacked. Understanding that hijacked brain and understanding how trauma changes the neurocircuitry and the the chemicals in the brain, to me, that is such a game changer when you realize that you're interacting with somebody who literally has a developmental delay. It's a developmental delay in their emotional regulation. And it could be a permanent wiring situation. It could be a fixed wiring of their brain being that activated. But I think the question of what would happen if we did not get angry and why on earth is our anger okay and my child's anger is not? I think those are such good questions for us to just let percolate, just to let those percolate in our system. So I have a story. Uh, I had a one of the families who's in our new parenting revolution, the dad, posted, I think it was a post he made about two weeks ago, and he said, I stopped yelling and it took six weeks, but the magic between my son and I has been incredible. He said, I stopped yelling and it took six weeks. That's not very long, is it? It feels like forever when you're in it. It feels like six weeks, one day, 10 minutes, we're so, we want things to be changed right now, right now, right now, that we, we get so stressed out, we get so activated, we get so anxious that we're bringing all of that into the relationship. Just bring you on down. I loved that. And I'm guessing that the first two weeks were just him remembering that I made a commitment to myself to work on this habit of yelling. So the first... Like the first step was just like an awareness of, wow, I didn't even realize how much I was yelling. Then it was like, I'm going to make a commitment to stop yelling. And then it's like remembering. And then it's like trying to practice a new habit of doing something other than yelling, like walking away or taking some deep breaths or, you know, maybe give them a little pat on the shoulder and saying, you know, babe, it's going to be okay. We'll figure it out. And then coming back later, you know. Um, but he said, you know, this is just a regular family in our program who's, you know, watching videos, learning the paradigm, saying, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to try something vastly different. And what he got was a vastly different outcome. Building relationship. Relationship is going, is, is exactly everything that you're wanting is on the other side of the relationship that you can build. So, Whatever you've been thinking about today, if you've got worried thoughts, frantic thoughts, anxious thoughts, push pause on them. You can come back and pick those up anytime. Anything you've been stressing about, fretting about, set that aside. You can come back to that anytime too. Give yourself five to 10 minutes just to breathe and remind yourself that they're kids, that they're here to grow and learn and we are guiding and teaching, and we're mostly guiding and teaching with our example. And then go spend time with your babies. Let the love you have for them shine from your eyes. Let them feel it from your heart. The power, the healing power of connection and love is something that is so magical. And our kids need extra double doses of it because it's something that they may not have gotten earlier in their life. 
or maybe there were things that were missing while they were in the in their mama's tummy maybe there was a lot of stress maybe there was a lot of chaos but we know that love is the greatest healing power that we have so go enjoy them their language their favorite language is the language of play and so whatever that looks like for your family to hang out together play some board games go out and play some catch if you're in colorado Go have a snow fight, make some snow angels, because I heard you guys got a great big dump of snow. Lay down and watch a movie together, read a book, do something creative. Whatever it looks like in your family, go enjoy your babies and let them be in charge a little bit. It's okay for them to be the boss and for you to follow their lead. It can be great fun. It can give you great insight into who they are and where they're at in life. And remember, in any given moment, we can act out of our blueprints of stress, and fear and overwhelm, or we can take one to two to three deep breaths. And as Big Papa says, we can choose love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed evening. We'll see you all tomorrow.